You're listening to the Bread of Life podcast featuring my latest teachings from the Word of God. The Word is truth and life to those who find Him, and Jesus is ready to be found. Communion with Christ is a precious thing. It's a precious experience, for it's a time of intimacy, closeness, and I would say it's a time of fellowship. And the Lord invites us into this, to have communion with Him. Amen. Let's take a look now at Revelation chapter 3 and verse 20. It says, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice and open the door, I will come into him and will sup with him and he with me. Now, this is Jesus speaking, but notice how the Bible says that he will knock. And if any man hears his voice and opens the door, he will come in. So from the knocking of Jesus at the door, there is an expectation for us to hear his voice. So this then tells me that the knocking at the door is the voice of our Lord. And those who know his voice will hear it. Those who hear it will open the door upon him. Amen. They will open their hearts unto him. For the Lord knocks on the heart of man, and those willing to open their hearts to him will let him in. For if we open our hearts unto him in repentance, we will let him in, and he will abide with us. He will dine with us. Now, dine comes from the word to eat dinner. And another word for dinner is supper. The Bible says here that he will sup with him. And sup comes from the word supper. Now the word supper is not commonly used today. It's more of an old saying back in the days. And surely back in the days of Jesus. This is why some translations will use the word sup. Some translations would use the word dine. Yet, essentially, they are all pointing to the same conclusion that the Lord would come in, eat, and abide. And so, what happened when the disciples had the last supper there with Jesus in the upper room? On the night before he died, they held a last supper in the upper room. Now at this supper, there was the eating of bread and the drinking from the cup, symbolizing the body and blood of Christ. Now among many things, I want to draw your attention to three things that happen when we dine with Christ. Now the first is that there is a union established between us and Christ. Let's take a look here now at John 6. John chapter 6 and verse 56. It says, He that eateth my flesh and drinketh my blood dwelleth in me and I in him. And so in dining with the Lord, there's a union that happens. There's a oneness that takes place as we dwell in him 
and he in us. And in the verse after, he says that as I live by the Father, so we shall live by him. And so we are no longer living based upon natural means, but we are now living based upon spiritual means, based upon the Lord Jesus dwelling within us. And when we come to the understanding of this, it is then we would know that it is in him we live and move and have our being. You see, there's a oneness that takes place, but it takes place when we dine with the Lord. It is here he is able to take his abode within us. Takes place unto those who believe in the Lord as being their Lord and Saviour. And it is then he takes his dwelling within us. He in us and us in him. He in us transforming us from the inside out and us in him as our source of hope, dependency and support. Amen. Now let's take a look at the second point I want to raise. And it's there again in John chapter 6 verse 54. It says, whoever eateth my flesh and drinketh my blood will have eternal life and I will raise him up at the last day. So from this we know that in dining with the Lord, we inherit eternal life. Now bread, that by which we live by, that by which sustains us. The Lord says that whoever eats from the bread that he gives shall live forever. And we can liken this bread to the word of God. For whoever lives by the word of God shall live forever. For the word of God is truth and life to those who find it. It is the word of God that leads us into the right way, that leads us to the Father, that leads us to eternal life. For it is truth, and it is by the truth we are set free and led in the right way. Now, not only does his word lead us to the promise of inheriting eternal life, his word also keeps us, keeps us until that coming of his return. For the book of Hebrews says that he upholds all things by the word of his power. And so I believe also that we are upheld by his word. We are protected, kept by his word. And so through his faithfulness, he keeps us until the day of his return. Amen. Now, the last point I want to address is the fact that we come into a deeper revelation of who Christ is. Now, let's take a look at the book of Luke, chapter 24, and I'll start off from verse 28. It says, Then they drew near to the village where they were going, and he indicated that he would have gone further. He being Jesus, he indicated to the men that he would have gone further to where they had stopped. But they constrained him, saying, Abide with us, for it is towards evening, and the day is far spent. And he went in to stay with them. Now it came to pass, as he sat at the table with them, that he took bread, blessed it, and broke it, and he gave it to them. 
Then their eyes were opened and they knew him and he vanished from their sight. You see, the Bible says that he would have went on further, but because they opened their doors to him, he went in and stayed with them. And in staying with them, he dined with them. And what took place when he dined with them? He broke bread and their eyes were open and they knew him. You see, I believe one of the greatest desires of our Lord is for us to know him. And it's for us to come to a revelation of who he is for ourselves. And so the breaking and eating of bread is an individual act. It's not something someone can do for you. It is something you do for yourself. So you become awakened to the wonder and beauty of Jesus. And where did this all happen? This all happened when they dined with the Lord. I believe Revelation 20 is an invitation unto us. He says, Behold, I stand at the door. And now we can either let him continue further or we can open up our doors unto him. We can open up our hearts unto him and invite him to dine with us. And to those who have already partaken of the body and cup of Christ, will know that this is something we ought to do often in remembrance of him, as the Bible says. And to do something in remembrance indicates that we have done it before. And so in doing it in remembrance, we will experience these three points I've previously mentioned. And for those who have never partaken of this supper, I invite you now to open your heart unto him, to forsake your old ways and invite him in to repent of your wrongs and invite him in. Behold, he stands at the door. You can do that now. You can do that now. Do not let him go any further. Invite him in today. Constrain him today and he will come in and dine with thee and cleanse thee from all unrighteousness and perform the workings of the cross. He will forgive all your sins and restore you to your right place. He will give you beauty for your ashes and oil of gladness for your mourning. He will give you a fellowship and a comfort that you've never experienced before. He will do it because his word is true and faithful. Behold, he stands at the door and is knocking today. Receive him while he still may be found. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Bread of Life podcast. Visit our website, nomoreblind.com for more information regarding this podcast and many others. Share this message with your friends and family and help us spread the word of God, which restores our soul. Until next time, remember, the grass may wither and the flower may fade, but the word of God will never change.